0: This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you.
1: I'm a fucking moron. It's showtime. (laughs)
2: W A T P. Hello, back-slappers and cousin roos Welcome to another episode of Who Are These podcasts, the only show, check that, the only people who have listened to Vic Henley's stand-up album. I'm your <laughs> host, Carl, with me this week, the man who insults you in our subreddit and you don't even know it, it's Crows! Heyo! Welcome back to the show, Crows. <laughs>
3: How the heck are you?
2: Wonderful. Please go to whoarethese.com, to got our email address, voicemail number, link to our subreddit, link to the Discord server, link to our merchandise, and of course... That link to our Patreon, where we do a bonus episode every single month. Croz and I will be recording a bonus episode later today that will come out at some point in the future, breaking down Vic Henley's new stand-up album, Hell is Real. Mm, I spent $9.99. I gave Vic Henley $8.
3: That's amazing.
2: Maybe 7 What's the percentage that Apple takes? Maybe 30%? Something, yeah, around that. Either way, I gave him way too much money. For his stand-up album. I'm gonna write I gotta to talk to my accountant. I think I can write that off. Yeah. I got a couple open. extra days to figure that out, which is nice. We encourage our listeners to give us a five-star review in iTunes and then shit all over us in the comments section. If Vic doesn't pass out, she'll be on later to read some new reviews. But before we do any of that, we'll be reviewing a podcast called the Chrissy Mayer Podcast. This was a suggestion from Jackie Marlowe in the Discord. <laughs> Crows and I have both listened to the show separately. We have not discussed it with each other beforehand. Let's get into it. This is a podcast that's about eight episodes deep at this point. Yeah. It's hosted by our friend Chrissy Mayer, who has been on this show. Mm. Vinny and I got a chance to speak with her while mm. she was watching Little League Baseball, which yeah. was a lot of fun. What a delight. And now she's doing a show that's like an interview-style show. Yeah. She has a She has a single guest on, and they do a show where they just have a conversation There's no production at all. Yeah. There's no attempted
3: jokes. There's no preparation. There's zero prep involved. Yeah.
2: We listened to one where they talked to Jackie Martling. Yeah. One of the famed writers from the Howard Stern Show back in the 80s and 90s. Mm Mm-hmm. And I just want to point out, I have a clip on here from... The Jackie interview. Because I listened to a couple other episodes, too. Yeah. Did you as well? Uh, Yes. All right. So we got a few things to talk about. But let's start off with Jackie. Let's get it out of the way. Yeah. Jackie Martling somehow has turned into Stuttering John. He starts talking about this bit he came up with called Sternak. Mm-hmm. And he loses his mind and his memory. It was the question
4: man. Like, Steve Allen did it, but... Johnny Carson did it as Karnak, where he wore the thing and he'd say yeah. he'd have the he'd say the answer and then read the question. And we called it Sternak. Huh. And um uh, now I'm gonna forget completely what I was talking about. Oh mother. Sternak.
5: Fuck. Um
4: all
2: right, yeah. so Jackie loses his train of thought when he's talking about how he wrote this bit on the Howard Stern show. Mm-hmm but fortunately remembered. And then seven minutes later, we finally get to the punchline of this. And that is that he wrote a joke that made Johnny Carson laugh. Yeah. The
4: answer was, eyes wide shut. That's another clue. Right. That was the movie that was out at okay. the time. Eyes wide shut. And the question was, how would a black man tell you his name was wide shut? <laughs> and, he said, and he said, Carson dropped the phone. He laughed oh so fucking God. hard and he went nuts. I no, think but just making, making Carson laugh is fun, you know.
5: That's amazing. That's like a Am I odd, listening
2: yeah. to
3: Cedric John's podcast? He's talking about how yeah. he made Johnny Carson laugh well, in 1984? He heard that he did that. Yeah, he that's, was. He that's the culmination of a long story that, well, my friend knew this guy who then called this guy who then talked to Johnny on the phone, and he said that Jackie Martin is the funniest guy ever who wrote this thing, and then he said this, and then they said that, and then the moral of the story is that I'm fucking hilarious. Yes. Yeah. Well, I, I, I got a little bit of that, and... Here's the thing, and I cannot explain this. I cannot explain this. I have, like, a warm spot in my heart for Jackie the Joke Man. As do I. don't I. know why. As do like, I. I. you couldn't spend two seconds with a guy. Like, yeah. if you were having a beer with this guy, you'd strangle him. He's, like, the most obnoxious person on earth. But hearing him tell these long, rambling stories and shit, I don't know why. Um, so they, it opens up, like, all of her podcasts just start just she just hits record at some random part correct and so this one jackie just starts off on this long story here's my number seven
4: so i tied an onion to my belt which was the style at the time now to take the ferry cost a nickel and in those days nickels had pictures of bumblebees on them give me five bees for a quarter you'd say
3: no, he continues. That eight. was a lot more coherent than what Jackie was yeah, saying. He continues. On the
4: Avian. did I tell you my story about the Avian? No. uh you, I told you that I had a song that wound up being nominated. No. Okay. I wrote this crazy song about I'm smoking <laughs> pot. I got my dick out. I'm sure you've heard that song. I'm sure, you've heard this. Song. <laughs> and um. Everybody loves it. It's just so stupid.
3: Everybody loves it. <laughs> Why well, don't this song about smoking pot with my dick out? Oh, you've heard it, obviously. Everyone knows it. It's like Sgt. Pepper's. Everybody, right. people talked about it. I wrote that song in like '75, dude. Everyone has heard it since then. Everyone, everyone. It's and it's like this, you know, this long story. So here's number nine. Here's the actual Grandpa Simpson. And there was a woman who was married to the guy
4: that picked all the cartoons for Hustler.
5: Wow. And
4: all the photos for Hustler for 25 years. Wow. And then he died. And her lifelong dream, uh, uh, Erica McLean is her name, her lifelong dream was to direct a porn movie.
6: Now, where were we? Oh, yeah.
4: <laughs> the important thing was that I had an onion on my belt, which was a style at the time. They didn't have white onions because of the war.
3: Every story is like that. Every story goes down this long path of, and then she was married to his cousin, who knew this other guy, who was Johnny Carson's pool boy. (laughs) And can I point out that that's just Jackie being
2: Jackie. Of course. We've heard this with Artie Lang and with all these different shows that he's been on. Yeah, yeah. But Chrissy Mayer is not picking up what he's putting down at any point. I don't know that she has any familiarity with the Stern show. If she does, she doesn't let on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And here's an example where Jackie is talking about the fact that he knows every single joke. Every joke from the 50s, he just has them memorized. I've been doing this for so long, and I've always
4: just told jokes. I never had any intention of being a comic. I did a little bit of comedy comedy in the beginning, but I was like, fuck this. And, but I've known all the jokes since the 50s. I mean, it's crazy. It's crazy. How do you
5: remember them all? They,
4: they're just in there.
2: I mean, I got all oh, like on Rain the computer Man. now and everything yeah, like that, but good.
4: I really do know him.
2: So this is the thing about Jackie Martling that I always talk about. He even said right there, I'm not a comic. I just know every single joke. And yeah. you can recite, they used to do this thing called Stump the Joke Man on yeah. Howard Stern where you'd tell him the setup and he would know the punchline. He knows every single joke. Yeah. Chrissy thinks that he writes jokes. Yeah. yeah. He does not. So Chrissy says this.
4: It always drives me crazy when somebody says, that's a street show. Or that's an old joke. It's
5: probably actually one of your jokes. <laughs> no, well,
4: the, the, because the point is, there's
2: no such thing as an old joke. So first off, two things on that clip. First off, Chrissy doesn't understand what Jackie does. Yeah. People think that there's old jokes. You probably wrote that joke. No, shes he's never written a joke. Yeah, He just yeah, recites yeah, yeah. jokes he's heard from other people.
3: Well, yeah, I mean, he Jackie is an anachronism even... Of his time, you know what I mean? Right. He came out in the 70s and 80s, but he's like a 40s and 50s guy, you know what I mean? Like a a, a one-liner comic that's just 10,000 jokes that are all from joke books. It's not, yeah, it's not original material. They're
2: they're, they're literally jokes that nobody knows who wrote them, so no one's pissed that he's telling them. Yeah, yeah. It's just the oldest jokes. And then he's got this whole thing he goes off on where there's no such thing as old jokes. There's just jokes that either you've heard them before or you haven't. It's like, no, Jackie, there are definitely things (laughs) called old jokes. Yeah. There definitely are. Yeah. But Jackie wants to live in a world where if a 12-year-old has never heard my wife sits around the house, then he can tell (laughs) the 12-year-old that joke and it's going to be hilarious. Like, no. Yeah. That's an old fucking joke. All right. What else you got on Jackie? Anything?
3: Yeah. Well, I mean, let's talk about living in the past. Here's number 15. Okay. If you want to get jokes in the mail, jokeland at
4: AOL.com. People still yell. I'm not going you No, I, <laughs> You're on my list. You don't
5: get them? No, I get. I well, got to check my spam.
4: You're a you're a good you're a good example. I'll send it to
3: you when I get home. Oh boy. All right. Now, bro. I was <laughs> listening. it's cool that you had the same email address since 1995. But like this dude, he this is part of a long conversation about he sends out his own personal email with jokes on it. Which was great when there were 12 people on the internet. That's not how people interact with shit anymore. You know what I mean? Correct. He's going on about, oh, all my shit ends up in the spam folder. Yes. That's how email works. That's not where people go for humor. It's... And it... It hasn't been for 20 years. You know what I'm saying? Like I do
2: know what you're saying because you used to get those emails that had been forwarded a thousand times yeah. and you saw everyone's email address at every forward. Oh, of course. People don't even remember these days. Yeah, of course. But Which that's where you got memes from. There was not a Facebook. There was not a Twitter. The only way that you saw the memes everyone else saw It's how everyone was first introduced to Maddox and your kid's art sucks is because yeah. you got, like, some email forward. Jackie's still living in that world.
3: And he, and he has Facebook and Twitter, and he talks about it, he but does. he's still... He's not understanding it at all. And then it's, you know, <laughs> and then it turns into story time. Like, here's number 10. Have you ever heard of 8-track tapes, Carl? And yeah. they bought, like, thirty eight track cartridges. I don't know if, you know, if
4: you've wow. ever heard of those. Me and Nancy, my wa- she wasn't my wife yet. Handmade. We had a we had a recorder, handmade.
5: Wow. Like 38 eight-track
4: cartridge. They were wow. these little ugly cartridges that predated cassettes. Yes. I mean, okay. we get it. You know, so what it, year was
5: this? 1979 or
4: 1980? Maybe maybe 81. My first album came out in 1979. Not many people know <laughs> I own the first radio in Springfield. Weren't much on the air then. Just Edison reciting the alphabet over and over. A, he'd say. Then B, <laughs>
3: C would usually follow. Okay, so that was the last one, I promise. Yeah, I okay. But you see what I'm saying? It's, <laughs> oh my God. So she steers him into a bunch of Howard Stern talk. And while well, he steers himself into Stern talk yeah okay that's that's what he wants to talk about obviously well, and that's the other thing so i i got through all these i pulled all these clips and i'm yeah. like that one that i just played where she says oh what year was that yeah that was like the most that she appears yeah she doesn't talk I, much in this episode no she's just like how you doing and then jackie goes for 20 minutes and then she goes in oh fact, what was that like can
2: i play this for you jackie has to take over yeah at a certain points in the show because chrissy's just out of it yeah she's just uh, not even asking questions the conversation dies. And Jackie decides, well, oh, I guess I'll start asking you questions. And a good interviewer or a good podcaster would recognize that this is not about you. Yeah. And change the subject. Not Chrissy.
4: That was fun. That was fun. Oh, that's really funny. So tell me about you. You getting married?
5: Um, yeah. No. I mean, no. Not that I'm aware of. Not yet. You went
4: on vacation with
5: we your went boyfriend? on vacation. That's yeah. kind of a big deal. We room. already live together. So I well. mean, I feel like that's already the big thing. Yeah. Well. Yeah.
2: Let me just uh, zoom in on the end of that uh, little back and forth, and this goes on for a while. Yeah. But this is actual conversation unedited from a show. Chrissy Mayer is putting this out yeah. as a show that she does. Yeah.
6: Well,
5: wow. yeah. I don't know, maybe. Nice guy. Yeah, very nice guy. Yeah.
3: Wow. <laughs> It's a hell of an endorsement. (laughs) Nothing is going
2: on there. It's the lowest of low energy. Jackie's 82 years old. I get it why he has low energy. But Chrissy, bring it up. At the end of the show, Chrissy starts not feeling well, and Jackie has to tell her to just end the fucking show. Yeah. I also
5: feel, like, a little nauseous. Like, I got back from Mexico yesterday. I hope I don't have, like, coronavirus. It
2: could be
4: that I'm just that boring.
5: No, no. You're great. I just feel, like, really hot all of a sudden. (sighs)
4: so say goodbye and tell him we'll be back another time all right
5: all right
2: wow. wow, jackie had to tell you to end your podcast yeah and i watched the youtube video of this she's literally just fanning herself like this and going oh my god oh my yeah. god and she's not gonna edit it obviously yeah. she had no plans of editing so what is she doing wrap it up Ugh. we talked about baba buoy yeah We talked about when Robin didn't laugh at your joke. Let's wrap it up now. We got it.
7: Yup. What else you got out of this, buddy? All right.
3: Yeah. So uh, they get into some stern talk. Yeah. And this is stuff that, like, if you're not into the stern universe, this is going to be very boring to you. And if you're into the stern universe, this is going to (laughs) be very fucking boring to you. Here's number 12. Just looking at his mouth and his
4: teeth. And I turned, and Howard had caught me looking at Gary's mouth. And I just said, that will never cease to entertain me. And we proceeded to laugh. Like, for two minutes, just just went crazy, because it was just a welling of all the
3: millions and millions of times. You know, oh, God. The number of podcasts that I've listened to that are people describing how funny it is to look at this one guy's teeth. It's hours, dude. It's hours of my life that i spent <laughs> now. And that's plus. I was a Stern fan 20 years, dude. I listened to that every day, and they'd be like, oh, look at his teeth. And everyone would laugh. And now, all these years later, I'm listening to people who record that and put it on the internet. You know why?
2: Because they always got thunderous laughter. Every time they are on the Stern <sighs> show, and they made fun of his teeth, because that was like the bit. Yeah. And now they think that that's funny material because, like, Pavlov's dog, they've been trained that I say Gary's teeth, people laugh. It's it's
3: gotta be, And it's not
2: fucking funny. And Chrissy Mayer's reaction (laughs) under all of these things, you can tell she has no idea what he's talking about.
3: Wow. And that... that, wow. (laughs) Gary's teeth, huh? And and that (laughs) reminds Jackie of another story. Here's number 13. Always broke Gary's balls about being a monkey. (laughs) Do, Do
4: you know the movie Mighty Joe Young? Yes. So Mighty Joe Young... The girl used to calm him down by playing Beautiful Dreamer on the <laughs> piano. And we used to fuck with Gary so bad.
3: Money Joe Young is from 1949. <laughs> I'm not joking. <laughs> did they do a remake of it, though? In, in, but in the late 90s. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so this is like in the 1980s. This was a 30-year-old movie. <laughs> Now that he's telling Chrissy Mayer about it, it, it's a 70-year-old movie. (laughs) She's like, oh, yeah, I know that movie. He's like, yeah, with the giant monkey, and she plays a song on the piano. And (laughs) that is the full context of that story. It doesn't come up again. He doesn't say that they play that song under him. There's no reason for that. It's just, it's like when you're talking to your grandpa. And he's like, well, back when King Kong was in the theaters and this, that, and the other thing. And then, like, so there's this one brief moment of clarity, number 16. Robin's the news girl. I don't know. I I always
4: talk like, I assume people have any idea what we're talking about. Yes,
5: yeah, they should. They should have an idea.
3: Now that's thirty (laughs) thirty five 35 minutes into talking about the Stern Show. But
2: it's because she was giving him
3: nothing. He was talking about, yeah, then
2: Gary said this and then Robin was doing that. And she never once commented like she knew what the fuck he was talking about. So finally he's like, do you even know any of the people that I'm talking about? She
3: goes, I think people will know. They listen to opiate anthony so they'll know and then so here's the here's the big story about robin here's 17. She sandbagged and didn't laugh at any of them so didn't laugh anybody wow
4: (laughs) and then we went to commercial and i was really pissed i went to commercial and you know but everybody's doing everything in fun and she comes bursting she's in her own little room she comes through the door and goes, <laughs> I said, get out of here, yeah. you fucking
5: cunt.
2: And she, she,
5: she and, wouldn't and, laugh and, and and at she, all. And...
2: Oh, boy. Chrissy, I hope you're <laughs> listening to this right now. This is bad.
3: This is embarrassing. You need to work on your interviewing skills. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. And I know that story sounds like weird and out of context, but that's like... That was the story. That was the story. That was yeah. the meat of the story. It was this long fucking story. Uh, yeah. That guy was on the air five days a week for like 18 years or something right it was crazy like that and this is a story like one day she didn't laugh at a thing and then she came in and she did laugh so i called her a cunt oh yeah great story all right so glad i showed up today now this i find funny and i don't know why but jackie has a new girlfriend and in number 19 he talks about they take they they took a selfie right away when they met
4: so i took out my camera and took a selfie and then spend the next month trying to talk her into going out, Aww. and it was uh, you know going to lunch. But it was, and it just it, and just it's it a whole storybook thing. It's pretty nice, but and I still have the picture
5: oh, that I took selfie. thirty
4: seconds after I met her, Aww. which is just so fun, you know. And I put it on a mug, for you know. That's you funny. put it on a
3: mug. Oh, he put it on a mug! Oh, Dude, goodness. the fucking king of tchotchkes made a mug of <laughs> Yeah, go selfie. figure. He got a mug, and yep. you know he walked around with it. You know, he gave it to her and her family. And you know, they're like, why the fuck did they give me a mug of a selfie taken at a bar? Uh, also, when they first
2: met, they made small talk. He recorded that, put it on an eight-track tape. She can
3: listen <laughs> to their very first conversation <laughs> while driving around in a 78 Camaro. <sighs> And then number 20 is like, what is it like to be Jackie the Joke Man's girlfriend? She, of course, was not a a fan of dirty jokes and
4: now she knows- (laughs) All of them. Knows them better than me. Like if one word comes up in the course of the day that's in one of the jokes, you know, she'll say the punchline to the, you know.
3: So you know those people and we all have worked with them. They make a joke and you're like, ha uh-huh. And then they make that same joke every day for the next 50 years of their life. And yeah. And that's just like what- They that, got the reaction
2: they wanted. It's what children do. That's- It's what children do when they say a swear for the first time.
3: Yeah. But that's Jackie the Joke Man. Like, yes. he's just a pile of these old sayings. Yes. And then she, now that she's hanging out with him, she just has all these old sayings. I, all
2: right. They did say something in that episode that I pulled out because I think they proved it through their conversation. Comics aren't funny people. (laughs) I noticed that. I I fucking noticed that. Because I listened to three whole episodes of Chrissy Mayer and learned that comics are not funny people.
3: Yeah. Can I actually, can I take you through one of those episodes? Did you happen to listen to Alex Jett? I did. And I have a bunch of clips on this too, but I'll let you get it started. Okay. This is the first 30 seconds of the show. Here's number three.
5: It is crazy.
3: And don't really adjust your just, Like
5: really learning it. Oh.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, for like uh, shooting content with other performers, I don't even use my, my main camera anymore. I just use my um, iPhone 11 on a gimbal.
5: Oh, someone's got an iPhone
0: 11. Yeah, I know, right?
5: Somebody's fancy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Somebody's making
3: bangs. It's, it's
0: already paid for itself in the, in the shoots I've done with it because like, goddamn, that, that thing is amazing. That's the first 30 seconds. Correct. And the the introduction,
2: the YouTube videos, it's because she's setting up her phone to record these shows.
3: Yeah. Yeah. She takes nothing out. Yeah. It's a bunch of fucked up audio and you hear the mic bombing out and everybody's levels are all fucked up. And they're talking about what kind of phone they have. Like, and this is the introduction. I mean, this is the opening track. This is like, you want to come out strong, get people interested Here's a bunch I'll of noise in front of I'll throw this out there.
2: Chrissy, I know you're trying to make it in comedy and I'm rooting for you, but know that most people don't know who the fuck you are. And if they stumble upon your show, don't assume that they just can't wait to hear your first zinger 14 minutes in. Go ahead and start off
3: by having an entertaining quality show right from the get go. That would help. Just try that. And you know what? you got to close strong, too. I know it's, it's a little different in the podcast era. but <laughs> I love the way she has these shows. You, it's you do, so terrible. You do want to have, like, a, hey, thanks for listening. I'll talk to you later. Whatever. This is, the, and this is going to sound like I hacked this up, but this is the last five seconds unedited of the show. Here's number four. Let me see how long
5: this
2: was. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, oh, it's going to be long. I have
3: a
5: we few crashed ones. it. Oh, 38 minutes. That's good. Oh,
2: that's awesome. Yeah, that, that is it. literally how it ends. You did not clip that. Yeah. I believe that uh, Drew Lane would call that a burp. Uh, That was not clipped. That's how her show ends. With her hitting stop mid-word on the thing. And I want to point out that... After checking the timer.
3: Well, Carl, I guess we did enough podcasting and we can go home. (laughs) She's
2: obsessed with how much time she's done. She checks it out multiple times. This is the very end of the episode with Gino Bisconti, Mm -hmm. which is her first episode. And here's how this one ends. (laughs)
5: <laughs> Thanks, Gino. This was fun. How much time do we do? I think we did about oh 28 minutes. It's perfect. All right. All right, signing off. First podcast ever in the whole Me. I wanna to listen
2: to that. Oh so my god. This is an OP-esque <laughs> obsession with doing time. Yeah. I don't know if it's because yeah. she's a stand-up or what it is, but she keeps looking and She's like, all right, how much time have we done? Okay, 24 minutes. Okay, let's um let's do 15 more minutes. Yeah. She's like waiting for the light to turn on in the back of the room. Listen, dummy, it's a podcast. It doesn't have to be any length of time. Just make the time that you're doing it entertaining
3: for the audience. Yes, yeah, have a reason to exist. Right. That would be helpful. You're you're creating a podcast. You didn't fall into a podcast. You must have an idea of what you're
2: trying to accomplish. I can't figure it out. I don't know what you're trying to accomplish except for filling
3: time. So let's talk about... Uh, sorry to jump around here. Here's the very beginning. She interviews a comic called Barry Ribs, and here's number
5: one Island, Baby, this is a very low-key casual pod. It's just me and Barry Ribs.
3: Oh, we started?
5: No, I mean, we're starting now I'm just getting the shot right. Wow, I look very shiny um
3: Everybody's mouth is full. (laughs) No one knows that they're recording. She literally tells her guests they haven't started yet. Yeah, which is so rude to do. And then leaves it in. (laughs) Yes. And then number two, they keep going with this. Chrissy, it's not cute. What the fuck are you doing? Did we start yet?
5: We did start. We did. But I can cut. You know, I can cut. You know, a lot of this out. You can. But I like that you're keeping it casual. You're eating your bagel. So Barry came here, Uh, he got a free bagel from another department. I was like, can we have bagels? It's like three in the afternoon. Yo, it's been so cool.
3: And that's the opening story. The opening story is while our mouths are all full, and you got a bagel. So can I point something out? And I I hate to
2: break your flow like this because it seems like you've got something to say. I hadn't heard that before. Yeah, but you notice how she said she got a free bagel from another department. I don't know where Chrissy works, but she records her show wherever she works because at one point during the Gino Visconti interview, they get interrupted and it couldn't be more awkward and ridiculous. Well, that should be that should be a hate crime at this point.
5: It's like you're telling people <laughs> It's like you're telling people, yeah, "Yeah,
8: yeah, she's my coworker. I should have oh. given her the heads up." But
6: oh. she just But
5: dead. I'm she's
8: telling like, you, <laughs> oh, I'm fine. Yeah. But 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 to yeah. stop someone from laughing in this thing. So they're in some back
2: room somewhere. Does she work at a department store? Does she work at a bakery? I don't know where she works. But she's just at work doing her podcast. And someone comes to the break room and they're like, oh, you're
3: doing something in here? Okay, sorry. I guess I'll leave. Uh, uh, now, I was talking about you should have a reason to exist. Yeah. Not everyone has the crystal clear mission of laughing at jerks that W.A.T.P. <laughs> brings to the table. We fucking nailed it with our mission. So number five, she sets up her reason for being.
5: So my thing is I'm trying not to ask everybody the questions like that they're sick of answering. Oh, like-
2: I, I picked up on this too. Let me just introduce who she's talking to because we haven't said that yet. This Alex Jett guy is a porn actor. Chrissy went out to Vegas a month or two ago I believe she was part of the AVNs. I don't Mm -hmm. know if she's hosting them or if she's just presenting an award. I don't know what she's doing. But she's part of the AVN, so she got a chance. Because you pointed out to me, Kroj, that you've never heard of any of the people that she's interviewed. Except for Jackie Martling. You've never heard of any of these people that she's interviewing on the show. So I think a bunch of them are probably porn actors and porn actresses. And that's who this guy is. So she says, I'm going to ask you the questions that you don't
3: often get asked. Yeah. Because you get interviewed so often being a porn star. So... 45 seconds. That's all I'm asking you for, Carl. Let's do it. What are the questions that you've never been asked? Here's number six.
5: How long have you had that earring for?
3: How long have, how long have you earring.
5: been doing porn for? How did you get into it? What's it like when you have to do a scene with somebody you dislike or you know, uh, oh, I don't know if I'm going to that person? Or... What are the things that make your dick soft? What's your biggest fear? Do you have any, like, porn enemies?
6: Exactly. Whose genitals
5: taste the best? So like sometimes you put a finger in it and then what what if you're like, oh it's bad in there? Did I ask you? Have you ever shot a scene while drunk or high? Have you ever been drugged? Are you from LA? Uh from San Francisco.
0: I'm from so. San Francisco. Yeah. Big mm-hmm. riceroni
5: fan or
0: uh riceroni? It's like a
5: San Francisco tree.
3: Those are the worst fucking questions. So I, I have this
2: also because you couldn't help but notice she sets herself up like she's going to be different. She's going to ask the questions nobody else would ask. She's got a list of questions written out on a piece of paper. You, you hear her shuffling through her papers at one point. And then her second question is, how long have you been doing porn for? Yeah. Her third question, after the Eerie question, which was compelling. Yeah. Uh, and then her third question was, how did you get into porn? Yeah. Could there be more generic questions yeah. to ask a porn actor what the than those two questions? Oh. And it would have been fine if she hadn't started off by saying, I asked the questions you've never been asked before. How did you get into porn? You fucking idiot. Oh. oh. And I have to play because you kind of uh, stole my thunder yeah, a little bit. Sorry. By playing the, the Rice Aroni fucking joke. I, I mean, I, I did this again and just isolated yeah, it's... Because
0: Chrissy Mayer is a comedian. I,
5: are you
0: from L.A.? Uh, from San Francisco. Oh, from so.
5: San Francisco.
0: Yeah. Big rice fan, or? Uh, Riceroni? the like?
5: San Francisco treat? There's been kidding? no laughs!
0: What do you mean? I'm None!
2: <laughs> Why is she connecting that in her head <laughs> and saying it out loud? <laughs> and then she also makes this super hack joke about putting fingers in assholes.
0: Fingers go in the asshole. You know what I mean? Like, if, if you're a fucking doggy, a finger's gonna, or a thumb's gonna go in there. And um, so you know, just
5: automatically.
0: Generally, what, you watch scenes. Guys will just shove it in, like they don't preempt it really? or anything like that. Yeah, yeah. It's like a it's like a thing. If you watch a watch, that explains scenes. so
5: many of my hookups. Yeah, right.
0: Exactly. <laughs> but like, uh, so I'm
5: like, man, this guy must really like bowling. I don't know. <laughs>
0: man, he's just <laughs> right? his Yeah, right. exactly. Yes. <laughs>
2: So a guy shoved a finger at her ass, and she thought, this guy must really like bowling. (sighs) Did you get that joke, Crouch? It's
3: exhausting.
2: All right, let's talk about the no list. Every porn actor and actress has a no list of people they refuse to perform with. And Chrissy takes this information and turns it into liquid comedy
0: gold.
5: I just learned there was a thing that's called a no list.
0: Yeah, it's super important. Wow. Because, yeah, I mean, I mean yeah, you, you don't want to have to fuck someone who you really don't want to fuck. Yeah, like, or if
5: there's some kind of <laughs> wacky history or yep. like some sort of altercation or like, I don't know. Absolutely. They burned your dinner once or Yeah. You know, yeah,
0: that's way more than to get someone no listed. They I were think supposed, you should call the cops. They were
5: supposed to come over and water your plants while you yeah, were away. Right, and exactly. they oh, didn't. That's and you let the dog out. Damn. Yeah.
0: Those fuckers.
5: <laughs> um that's interesting.
2: At least Chrissy's laughing, because nobody else is. Her <laughs> jokes were so how does someone get on your no list? Do they burn your dinner? Jesus. Did they not water your house plants? Yeah. Did they wet <laughs> the dog out? I mean, listen, I understand we're just riffing here, Christy, but you do have control to take this shit out in post. I have said the dumbest things ever on this show. I take them out in post. Everyone in the Discord knows, but uh, I take them out in post uh, so I don't look like a complete asshole. <laughs> this is a perfect example of something you might want to clean up because... She announces the fact that this conversation is going so well and she's doing such a great interview and then immediately falls on her face.
5: <laughs> <laughs> uh, this might be the best interview so far. Oh, wow, that's and awesome. The funniest. So, that's fine. Um,
6: hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Do I ask you?
2: <laughs> Epic fail.
3: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, and it, yeah, and then her, she's got questions like, what's your biggest fear? What's, what's your, fa- your
5: biggest fear?
3: What's your favorite color? <laughs> Who's your favorite smurf? Yeah. Yeah. It gives a it, yeah. Fuck. It's like, what the fuck? All right, so at the
2: very end of the show, she's so proud of herself for doing such a great interview with this porn star. Yeah. And then she pulls out her piece of paper and explains that she did have a list of questions.
5: Yeah. This is good. I mean, this is my... This was my list of, like, random questions in case there was a lull. But we haven't had any lulls.
2: Yeah. So that's the one thing that I want to agree with her on this.
5: We haven't had any lulls.
2: There have been no lulls in this show. That is 100% accurate. (sighs) It's ridiculous. You just heard I played an example of her not knowing what to ask him after saying what a great conversation they were having. Yeah. And then 20 minutes later, she goes... All right, I mean, I, I had all these questions here, but I, we, I didn't even need them because I'm so good at interviewing you and such a natural conversation that we just had.
3: Yeah, well, and uh, with brilliant questions like, so how did you get into porn? I mean, yeah, it's just killing time. It's killing time. There's no time. reason for this to exist. It's not <laughs> compelling interviews. She's not a super compelling personality or super great off-the-cuff improv type. Hey, can we performer. point out
2: there have been eight episodes so far?
3: Yeah. And
2: there's three digits <laughs> yeah, they, zero zero one high hopes. zero zero two that's yeah. some high hopes right there it's yeah. like well we're at least gonna make 900 out of these episodes yeah. Yeah. so we better get started with zero zero welcome to the start of the first decade of
6: yeah, the
2: right. podcast. <laughs> yeah i mean maybe she'll get better I, 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 you never uh, know but it's surprising to me that she's decided to put on a show she works for compound she has a show on anthony cumia's network called uh what's it called the wet spot. Chrissy Mayer is the wet spot. There you go. Oh, God. I'm getting all confused now. And she does a show with zero production. Zero production. There isn't a what? single thing done in post. Yeah. There's no pre.
3: There's no bounce There's no pre. There's no during. Yeah. There's no it's, production. It's Opie style. It's someone ro- yeah. rolling around with their phone hoping to capture lightning. At, at least Opie,
2: you know. at least fucking Opie will play this. <laughs> All right, that's not very good. Don't do that, Chrissy. Gino Bisconti is the first episode. And Gino is a comedian who I enjoy. I'm a fan of his. And it's difficult to do Chrissy's first episode. Yeah. But he hangs in there like a trooper. At one point, he rips on Chrissy. And I don't think she even realized that he was ripping on her. So I thought this was really funny. They're talking about pregnant women working. And how late into their term, they're still working. Yeah.
5: Now, like, women are so scared to, like, lose their jobs or, like, lose out on money. They will work until literally there's an arm sticking out of them. And they'll be like, I have <laughs> Why to Why do you waste this money, Why? Why?
8: this money on Where me? Drinking? Where does
2: this go when we put you on stage? Where does I it go? don't
8: know. I don't know.
2: So they do these shows called Comedians from the Compound because Gino also hosts a show in hot water Okay. For, on Compound Media on Anthony's uh, network. And they do these shows where all the comedians go and they do a live show. And he says, hey, that was almost a funny thought. Why don't you do that on stage when we're all doing comedy shows together? (laughs) I don't know. It's a good idea. I should put that in my act. Oh, that's funny. All right. The conversation between Chrissy and Gino is super dry and dull and uninteresting. But it's weird that they... Talk about how they're evolving as artists a lot. <laughs> this is Chrissy explaining her evolution. I still Because I should point this out. The way she got her way into Compound and now has her own show is by showing up on Gino's show playing characters. Okay.
5: I still have people who will message and tweet at me like, hey, Chrissy, you should really just keep doing those characters or maybe just do characters on your new show. And it's like, it's so hard to like... You want, to, you want to appease the fans, right. and you want to make people happy, but at the same time...
8: You want to keep evolving what you're doing.
5: Yeah, you want to, like...
2: You would think you were listening to Kristen Wiig have yeah. a conversation. Like, I know I'm famous for my characters, I did eight years on SNL, but I'm trying to do my own thing, I'm my own person. She's tormented, like, you know... <laughs> She's tormented like a, by like all a, of her fans who keep telling her what they want her to do. Yeah. I can't be what you want me to be, man. Yeah. I can just be my truth.
3: Not Larry the Cable Woman.
2: All right. So this is them explaining that comedy is art. And this is where I just... i It's so blowhardy.
8: <laughs> and I even say in the act, it's like, if people get offended by this, they don't see comedy as art. And comedy is fucking art. It is fucking it art. Is,
2: says the two comedians. We're artists, right? Of course we're fucking artists. Right. Of course we are. <laughs> so let's talk about this art that they have. Yeah. This is... Gino is making a reference to one of his jokes that people got offended by. And I am very much on the side of comedians. You should not go to a comedy show and be offended. That's fucking ridiculous. He tells this joke and I don't think Chrissy gets it. I, I literally don't think she gets it. Maybe I'm wrong and she's just playing along with it. But listen to this. Uh, but getting back to
8: it, it's like, and I say this, you write a book about the Holocaust, and it's art, and everyone should read it. You should. It's the lowest point in human Frank history. Diary? I have a couple of those. Uh, pages are stuck together. You, you why make are they stuck together? From...
2: <laughs> he says, I have the diary of Anne Frank, and the pages are stuck together. And that's like an opie response. Chrissy goes, why are they stuck together? Why would uh... the pages be stuck together? Now. Grose, you might uh, think I'm taking this out of context. Uh, I'm making Chrissy look dumb, when really she was just setting up her joke. Yeah, uh, You would be wrong. I'm gonna play the rest of that, where you're gonna hear her react to learning what really happens uh, here. First, she's siding with Gino, thinking that he's a hero, and then realizes that it's a dumb joke. You, you Why are they
5: stuck it, together?
8: Because uh, I cry when I'm done jerking oh, off. You have oh. to see the whole thing. <laughs>
2: All right, so you, you picked up on that very quickly. It was like, a lot happening very, very, in a short amount of time there. I, they're stuck together because I'm crying. She goes, oh, like, oh, he's such a sweetheart. I, I always cry after I jerk off. I, oh, oh, that's why they're stuck together. You're jerking off? Oh, boy. So then Gino goes on to talk about how he delivers this joke when he's doing his comedy show. It's in that joke, and I say, where it's, I'm like, why is it you can write a book about
8: the Holocaust, which everyone should read some, I'm like, if you want to read a book right. about the Holocaust, they're in the non-fiction section, right, and then... <laughs> I mean,
5: that's if you think it exists. Exactly, it really and then I'm like, happened,
8: but then know. I say, I'm like, for those, because ha- not a lot of people get it, of course you do, you're a comic and you're intelligent, but uh, I'm like, if you didn't get that, some people say the Holocaust never existed, and then I dumb it down and say, of course the Holocaust existed, otherwise what am I jerking off to?
2: <laughs> See, that's a good joke. <laughs> See, Gino's funny guy. That's a good joke. That is good. I just, my only problem is I wouldn't tell that joke and then explain how I'm a tortured artist. Uh. You're
5: going to dilute yourself, dumb yourself down.
2: And I should set this up a little bit because Gino's talking about how he's not going to change his act just because people are offended. He's been told he should come up with a clean act so he can get on The Tonight Show. He's just not going to do that. Culture. You're
5: going to dilute yourself, dumb yourself down, how, how good is that going to make you feel, number one, day in, day out? Are, right. are you going to just be like, oh, I feel like I'm further away from my purpose. I'm further away from my art and exactly. my voice. Because
2: if you... Yeah. Okay. So the reason why he has to tell the I jerk off to Holocaust books oh. joke is because that's his truth. Oh. And he just can't get away from that. Chrissy takes a funny premise and makes it off-putting. You're like, oh, no. you You guys think you're changing the world with a jerk-off joke? Because you're not. I like it. It's a good yeah. joke. Yeah. I laughed. It's, you're not changing the world. Uh, last thing I want to play on this trajectory, and this is talking about the fact that people go in and see comedy and don't like it and are turned off, but they would never do that with any other type of art.
5: It's like we don't do that with any other art form. We don't go to like Lincoln Center. You know, we don't go as somebody's watching live music. Oh, you guys shouldn't be here. This music sucks. Yeah, like, what are you? What are yeah, we doing you're right. Here? We don't go to a museum and like, you know, someone's like drawing an, a painting or you know what people do when they go to an art museum. Like, you don't slap it out of the way. be Like, you shouldn't be enjoying this yeah. painting. You shouldn't be enjoying this music.
2: Is she retarded? Oh my god! I do that all the time. <laughs> I purposely go see bands I don't like and tell everyone in the audience they're an idiot. Uh, One by one. Whisper in their ears. What are you doing here? You fucking moron. Uh, But it's funny though. It's as if she doesn't understand that there are art critics and there's been controversial pieces of art that people have protested against. Are you fucking that dumb that you don't know that piss Christ exists? You've never heard of that? All right, that's all I got on, on Chrissy Mayer.
3: Yeah, likewise. I have never been so fucking bored by that. I know. That show was just nothing and lots of it. She had.
2: She want, She decided that I have a show on Compound Media, but it's behind a paywall. And yeah. most people are not going to know me from that. So I want to do a separate podcast. And I commend her on that. I would do the same thing if I were her. I'm going to do a podcast. It's readily available and free. And so people can discover me and learn about me and I can grow my audience. The thing she didn't think of was, what's the format going to be? How am I going to yeah. make this entertaining? Why did why do I need to exist as a podcaster? None of those things were considered. Yeah. She yeah. just decided to set up her iPhone X, make sure that everyone's in frame for her fucking first 48 seconds of the show, and then talk about nothing, or worse, prattle on about how you're tortured artists and so important I don't like this thing where it's like we're the truth tellers man it's like you just told a dick joke I just heard you (laughs) tell a dick joke (laughs) you can't also be the truth tellers that the world needs now yeah can't be both alright let's move on
3: oh let's
2: because a lot has happened in this last week I gotta tell you doing a weekly show is becoming difficult Uh. because there's so much going on with our good friend Stuttering John (laughs) Yeah. I want to start off by talking about our friends at Revenge of the Sis who joined us on the show last week. Oh, they were great. They did a fantastic job. I really enjoyed having those guys on. They went on a show recently and talked about the fact that they got an email from YouTube because of a complaint from Settering John about a copyright infringement. Really now? And Crows, you and I have had some experience playing in bands and trying to upload music and things onto YouTube. I've literally put YouTube videos up that only feature music that I both wrote and performed <laughs> that have been flagged and taken down. Yeah. I'm not joking. Yeah. Flagged and taken down. That that's how easy it is to take down anything on YouTube. A single complaint, and they go, All right, no, okay, you, you can't prove it to you. It's like, well, no, I can prove it's me. Yeah. You know, but no, no, not good enough, not gonna take it down. So Suttering John has his stand-up video that these guys are goofing on yeah. on yeah, their yeah, channel. Yeah, yeah. And he complains to YouTube. YouTube sends the Revenge of the Sis guys a note saying, we got this complaint. You are not violating any copyright laws. <laughs> We're not taking any action. No shit. And they even say like 99.9% of the time, they just take it down and yeah. figure it out later. Nope. Even yeah. YouTube was like, this doesn't. And they got, and wow. I encourage people to check out this episode, but they got the full thread Going back and forth between Stuttering John and YouTube. John explaining, this is the best part.
3: Oh, no shit. And it's great. They,
2: they they read the whole thing. Oh, and John great. explains the reason why he needs this taken down off the internet uh-huh. is because he's in negotiations with Netflix for his own Netflix special uh-huh. and this could fuck up his chance to get a Netflix uh-huh. special. I know. It's, <laughs> it's so funny. Uh-huh. It's so funny. So this is just one clip from that show that I wanted to play, the Revenge of the Sis guy's uh, after they receive this email and they talk about it and they're doing their own victory lap and yeah. celebrating and they say this. We're not taking it
3: down. Sorry, John. It's not happening. Not only are we not taking it down, but now we're just going to keep torturing you. <laughs> <And again. laughs> it's now it's going to never end. Is this what you want? Yeah. Is this what you
2: want? This is it, man. This is the the world that we live in. John could not have handled this criticism worse.
3: Yeah. Absolutely. In every
2: single way. Absolutely right. He's decided he's going to try to sick his attorneys on people. He doesn't have an attorney. Yeah. His attorney was his co-host. That's yeah. not happening anymore. Vince went on a show recently and explained that he liked what the Revenge of the Sis guys were doing. Have you heard this yet? <laughs> no. Oh, no. This, is, this is brilliant. Vince comes on and he says... You know what, John? I got to be honest with you. I watched one of their videos.
3: You got the uh, job, and I do want to make a slight confession. Now, I I only want to make this confession if you're going to give me some form of immunity. The the end, it's not so bad, but I don't want you to come back and yell at me after the show. Well, well, how 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 the
1: hell could I promise something like that?
3: Well, you got to you got to take some some risk.
1: All right, go ahead. Tell me All what right. it is.
3: I listened to Revenge of the Nerds, and they did a bit that. I couldn't stop listening. To it was it was the British stuttering John, and it was really funny because uh, you must have mentioned that you go into the pub. So then they they transformed you going to the pub, and you have this English persona, except your
4: your voice and your accent doesn't change. You still have that strong Long Island accent, and I do have to admit that it was funny. And I know you'd get mad at me if I brought it up. I but... don't really
1: care. Okay, but anyway, so. <laughs> I don't care. I mean, if you think it was funny, <laughs> I, I mean, I, I mean, you know, at least uh, at least somebody's listening to him. Uh, so now let's go to the. What, see, now you threw me off. I was talking about uh, Shuli.
6: <laughs>
2: of course, was uh, talking about Sh- So Vince is the world's greatest troll.
3: Yeah,
2: I love Vince. He goes on Sony John's show and says, "These guys who are goofing on you on YouTube, fucking hilarious." Yeah, love yeah. them. So, the next show, maybe a show or two after that, John's doing a live feed and responding to people in the chat room and gets this question. Then people are asking me, you know,
1: what happened to Vince? I have no problem with Vince. He's a damn good attorney. But the truth is, uh,
2: you know... All right. He kicked Vince off the show. Yeah. And... I love the explanation for this because you heard him right there say the truth is, uh, you know, which means <laughs> the truth will not be coming anytime yeah, soon. Yeah. Right after that,
1: he goes on to say that he'll be quite honest with us. There has to be some chemistry and that's it. I mean, see, look, I'll, I'll be quite honest. It's not Vince's fault.
2: So. Anytime somebody has to explain that this is the truth, that I'm going to be honest, yeah. you know they're lying. Yeah, We yeah, know yeah. you're lying, John. You finally realize that Vince only started coming on your show to troll you in real time to your face. And you went, fuck, I've been had. I wouldn't be surprised if those videos come down off of YouTube. Because Vince makes him look like a fool <laughs> on his own show. And it's so brilliant. People are talking about the fact that Vince overplayed his hand. He should have milked this for many more months to come. And I'm, I'm thinking, in. no, this was perfect. Get yeah. in and get out. You've you've gone on there. You've told John he sucks at everything he's doing, that these other guys who are making fun of him are funnier than him. And then you got fired for that. That's perfect. Yeah, That's kind of how you want this to go down. In and out. I want to play a few more clips of John. And this is all part of the same little bit where he's explaining why Vince is no longer yeah. on the show. And he explains that... His old co-host, Royce. Now, that guy was a good sidekick. Yeah. You know, and I felt
1: very comfortable with Royce, just like Anthony in the beginning felt very comfortable with Opie. And, and, you know, just like Howard, feels very comfortable
2: with Robin. But, um. Okay. So now he's equating him and Royce to Opie and Anthony. Yeah. Howard Stern and Robin Quivers. Yeah. There you go. I think there might be a little bit of a disconnect as to the level that this guy's on, compared to other shows. Yeah. Nobody knows who Stuttering John and Royce are, except for <laughs> you and I, a couple people at the Discord. Yeah. I'm sorry if I'm stealing your thunder here. I gotta keep no, playing this stuff. Of course. Yeah, okay. yeah, This is so funny. I just see you crossing shit off. Like, oh, I think uh, Kroge had this. So he goes on to explain that it has nothing to do with Vince disagreeing with John and offers him some other job that he can do. You know, Royce and I would argue, he would he would argue with me all the
1: time. Monique argues with me on tons of things. I have no problem with people disagreeing with me. It's just a matter of chemistry. And if the chemistry's not there, I, I just, I don't know. Like I just, you know, I can't seem to feel comfortable, you know, with the chemistry. So, so uh, you know, I decided, like, to move on from Vince as far as being on the show. He could always work behind the scenes and he could always you know and he's a
2: damn great attorney what does that mean Uh, he could work behind the scenes of the stuttering uh, john show eh, what kind uh, of behind uh, the scenes work is there to do oh yeah you're not booking guests the only person he talks to are other ex-howard sterners who have no one to talk to and can't wait to tell their stories from 25 years ago
3: yeah it's well and that's the thing so he starts off the show and there's no vince there right and he doesn't address it for an hour yeah and then an hour into it he gets a fan question and he gives a two minute answer yes where he says nothing at all
2: oh let me play you another part of that where once again he talks about that he's explaining the truth (laughs) so that's it that's the truth you guys could spin
1: it i see people trying to spin it any way they want uh but that's it you know like
2: you know so he's already realized that no one's buying this shit. Yeah. I mean, this is happening in real time. I see people already trying to spin this. Yeah. You just announced it. Yeah. You think people are spinning it. You're projecting. You know that <laughs> you're lying and no one's buying it. You've said, I'm going to be honest. This is the truth. Yeah. The truth is like, we know you're lying, but he always has to do that one thing at the end. I don't know if you picked up on this or not, but he always likes to throw in that threat to us specifically. <laughs> and I'm Listen, I'm not being e- egotistical here. This is referring to us when he says that he's still engaged with Vince on this thing they're working on.
1: Uh, you know, and, and he's like I said, he's a great attorney, and I would always do business with him. And um, there's something that, that we're working on that I hope he continues to do. And that's
2: it. There's something that we're working on that he hopes he continues to do. You know, that real strong case that John has against me. Yeah. Was he going to take all my Patreon money <laughs> so he could pay his gas
3: bill? Yeah. What
2: the fuck with this guy? Ugh. You know, John, I wouldn't have goofed on your wedding video if you hadn't uh, put it on the internet. <laughs> Do you see how this works? Yeah. I didn't go into your house and look for a VHS tape of your pathetic wedding. Yeah. You put it on the internet. Yeah. Crows, do you have uh, clips from that specific episode that you want to talk about? I do. Awesome. Let's go,
3: man. I, so, this, this is not supposed to be the biggest segment of our show. And John's is forcing us to do this. Yeah. Yeah. But let's start right at the top, All man. right, let's do it. He starts talking to Grillo, who mm-hmm. you and I have, uh, we discussed his fucking shitty-ass podcast. With Aftershock
2: XL. So
3: these guys are talking about some 30-year-old bullshit. Yep. This is in the first... Two minutes of the show and all, that already John's distracted. Here's
9: number one. I have a group of friends that all live in the neighborhood. We all have a chat, you know, a, a group thread going on. Sounds great, by the way. Yeah. Oh and my God. Technically, so what are you laughing at, motherfucker?
1: I'm laughing at, like this one guy said, "Oh, you went to the supermarket to get alcohol, you liar." You know, like people like. It, it doesn't matter what the fuck I say, you know. They fucking like they'll always manage to twist something around. You know what I mean? Yeah,
2: well. Yeah, all right. So distracted by the trolls. Yeah. He doesn't
3: care, though. He doesn't care. He doesn't care. He doesn't care. That's all. He's just staring at He's just staring at the fucking chat room as his guest is trying to tell a story. He's laughing about something totally different. So then he talks about, and I don't know why he talks about it, but then he talks about his dating life. Here's number two.
1: Because the girl okay. I've been dating now, I met on Hinge. So... I,
3: uh, not yet. Not yet. But... <laughs> so he's still not getting laid. He's... he's he. This guy talks about dating more than any other podcast we've listened to. And he does not consummate any of these relationships. He came close. This is... This is just in order chronologically that it happened, but it's all out of order because it's, the show such a mess. But number three, now he's talking about a previous dating experience he had where he almost got laid. This has happened to me before. At the end of the date, I'm like,
1: "So we're hanging out." I go, "So what do you want to do?" You, you know. She goes, "Well, here's the deal. Do you want to have sex with me?" I go, "Sure." She goes, "All right, then you got to pay my rent. You pay my rent." And you know, each month, and then I, I have sex with you. I'm like, uh, okay, uh, yeah, all right, that sounds that, that sounds reasonable. I'll get back to you. <laughs>
3: I'll get back to you. So <laughs> he doesn't have any money. Lady, multiple <laughs> times in his life. He's met up with people who are apparently high class prostitutes, and yep. he has no fucking idea. Right. So then he flashes forward to the present again. He starts talking about the new love of his life that he's still not sleeping with. Let's find out what a like a first and second date with Stuttering John is like. Here's number four.
1: But like you know, when she was hanging out at the speakeasy and I was drinking like nine, ten beers, I was worried she's gonna go, oh, this guy's a fucking alky, which I am.
3: Dude, imagine having ten beers on your first date. <laughs> on your first date, that's good behavior. First date is when you're like, you put on your best shirt, you're like trying to like act attractive and shit.
2: Well, also, he drank ten beers in front of her. Yeah, it's it'd be one thing. I could see John being like, oh, I did a couple shots before I left for the pub to meet up with her. Oh.
3: No, this guy shows up and chugs beer in front of her. Unbelievable! And she doesn't drink, by the way. He mentioned, oh, which is even funny. Fucking like, idiot. Holy That's shit. That's what sober people want to do, is hang out with someone who's just pounding beers. Yeah. A lot of fun. So then him and Grillo are talking about some more bullshit again, and then John starts talking about podcasts for some reason. I thought maybe you'd find this interesting, Carl. This is number five. You know, be like the internet bullies.
1: Like, it's one of these things, like, it's a phenomenon, because if they were to say the shit that they say on the internet to your face on the streets of Manhattan, yeah, you know, they go home with a broken jaw. You know what I mean. But they. Yeah, oh yeah. But they're all internet bullies. Like even like like even people who have podcasts and you know they like all tough guys. But but if I saw him in the street, they wouldn't be
2: so tough. It's, it, they're jokes, John. Aww. Can I can I tell you exactly what I would say to stuttering John if I saw him on the street in Manhattan?
3: <laughs> Your podcast, stinks. <laughs> Your pod. <laughs> stinks that's I, all I would say but 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 Carl someone said something mean about starting John on the internet <laughs> and it hurt Johnny's little feelings
2: oh these guys all think that they're tough you're the one who's literally looking for boxing matches against us no one yeah. is trying to be a tough guy no one's saying I can kick this guy's ass
3: we're just saying yeah. you're not funny and your show sucks he was until the Revenge of the Cis Guys accepted the offer. Now that's off the table. Nobody's on there anymore. I know. Now he says shit like this, number six. And I would do it to any of these people if they said the shit
1: to me in person or if they fucking, you know, these fucking, you know, podcast dickheads, if they said it to me in person, like, you know, I'll beat the fuck out of them. I'm, you know. My, my, my favorite quote from you is I'll bite the nose off of your face. <laughs> I will. Dude, i do anything to win. And you know what's so funny? It's a fight. It's a fight. That's yes, you gotta fucking do. Oh, yeah. Dude, I'll fucking rip. I'll, I'll tear that ball sack off. You know, You
2: know. with my fucking toenails. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care about these guys. Yeah. This guy sounds exactly like Seamus. He is so stupid. You can't go back and forth between, I'm going to murder these people and bite their noses off, to I don't care, and I can take a joke. It's so It's one stupid. or the other, you fucking moron. We're not looking to fight you, John. Oh. This is not. I think the Revenge of the Sis guy said it best. The only way this guy thinks is like 90s shock jock world. Where it's like, oh, you said something bad about me? Why don't we take it to the ring? Yeah. Like, well, I'm not a world wrestling superstar. I'm not looking to get into the ring with you, you yeah. fucking moron. You do a show, I do a show. Why don't you point out what sucks about our show?
3: Like yeah. we point out what sucks about your show. That would be the way to address this. Yeah. Well, it's getting harder to do, Carl. And Chrissy Mayer. if you're still listening, I want you to take some notes. Yeah. You don't even pronounce her name right.
2: <laughs> when you sent me over the clips, you spelled her name wrong. Did I? Yeah, M-Y-E-R. Like, you can't say, even yeah. bother to learn what this person's I thought name that's is. That's it was spelled. It's four letters. You can't even be bothered no, with
3: that. I'm sorry.
2: Chrissy, you're, you're going to be big though soon. It's no problem. Yeah. Anyway. By the way, Chrissy not coming on our show was the best thing that ever happened to her. We wouldn't have talked about her this much. Sure. If she just come on the show and we did a regular episode <laughs> of Lucy G. Gomez, the show sucks. All right, moving on. Yeah, We never would have talked about her. Her standing us up has actually gotten her way more airtime yeah. on a show that's actually popular that people to listen to. All right, what we yeah. were you talking about? There something. right, right, Crush.
3: Well, I'm talking about professionalism, Carl. Yeah. And professionalism is what the Stuttering John show brings to the table. It, my number seven is called 90 Seconds of Podcast Gold. Who
1: cares? But it's just like, you know, this is the kind of shit that people say. And people are asking me, like, Monique from, you know, a radio gunk. That was a stutter there, Steve. Uh, is like, uh, you hold know. on
9: a second. I lost you
1: here. Uh, are you there?
9: Hello?
1: Yeah, yeah I hear you.
9: Uh,
1: hold on. I, I, I can still see you. Go ahead and log on again. All right. We just lost... We just lost uh, Gunga Dean. Gunga Dean. Gunga Dean. Hello. Gunga Dean, bring water. Hello. Hold on. Text Steve Gorilla. <laughs> hold John, on. John, you there? Yeah. I can't hear you. All right, hold on. Hold on. I can't hear you. Hold it's on. Okay. <laughs> I never. I never said this would be pro. Hello? Well, hold on. This
8: sucks. What the fuck just happened?
1: Log out and log in again. Here. here, I mean, I'll remove you. All right. Anyway, but that's what Crazy Cabby's saying, which is so fucking dopey. (laughs) Your podcast stinks.
3: (laughs) your podcast yeah. Stage. I'm sorry I know that was long no it's that all was, good uh, like and yet what the, and even what they're talking about yeah every time you to the conversation Like, and then Julie said yeah. you know crazy cabbie you're like these are not people anyone cares about oh crazy God. cabbie people didn't care about him 20 years ago I when did he was not I did not <laughs> John you can't oh.
2: possibly I, I know he's listening to these shows now you can't possibly listen to that and not realize that your show sucks right I mean, how bad is the the Dunning-Kruger effect with this guy
3: yeah. that he still thinks that he's at the top of his game? Yeah, well, Stepping up, asshole. But he's, I mean, you, you make fun of him,
1: Carl. I but do.
3: He's a, he's a brilliant pitch man. At number eight, he transitions into an ad. Uh, I'm just going to deliver an ad
1: here. I know you like to gamble, don't you, Steve? No, I'm not a gambler, bro. Okay. Well, uh, I want f- to spend my money on hookers and blow. All right. Steve, well, thanks for helping it. out with the ad, but it's okay. <laughs> Because I love to gamble, and what are people gambling on nowadays? Yeah, number what nine?
2: Are they gambling on?
1: You could still bet on Survivor, Big Brother, American Idol, st- st- uh, stock prices, and even the weather, Steve. You can bet on the fucking weather.
2: <laughs> no, you can't. No, you cannot. You bet on stock prices. <laughs> Come on, that can't be real. That can't. Holy shit. Is he writing his own ad copy now? He's just making shit up. I guess. And I gotta say that Grillo, who I've obviously pointed out, is a fucking idiot. yeah. When somebody says, you like gambling, right? They're setting something up. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of improv, as you know, but learn how to yes and a little bit. And even right after he says, I'm transitioning into an ad. If Crow should come on here and said man, Chrissy Mayer asks a lot of dumb questions. And if I said, no, 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 I think she's a really good interviewer. <laughs> or like if I had uh, Jeff from the jingles department on, she goes, I don't think any of this is real. I think it's all fake. <laughs> it's like that kind of fucking ruins the momentum we're going for here. We're all on the same page, please. I have an example of an ad read. So I listened to an episode where we had Ralph Sutton on the show. Yeah. And John does an ad read for that same company. And then as he gets out of it, needs a compliment for some reason. Be sure to use promo code
1: CLNS50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline.ag, your full-access wagering solution.
2: How do you like that there, Ralph? Is that a pro or what? And he just did the worst ad read ever, and he still needs reassurance from his guest that he's good at podcasting. What the fuck? And guess what? Ralph's a really nice guy. He goes, oh, yeah, you are doing your announcer voice, yeah. weren't you? He almost talked to him like he's a child. Oh, yeah, you were doing your big big shot radio voice, huh? Yeah. Nice job there, buddy. You really nailed down that ad read. Yeah.
3: Well, I don't know if you knew this, Carl, but he spent 10 years writing for Jay Leno. Here's number 10.
1: The other thing that I remember is you came up to my office, and I showed you my uh, writing reel. (laughs) Yeah, I was impressed, dude. It doesn't shock me with you. I got to be honest. Yeah, yeah, you know, no, but it's so funny, and I get all these hate from all these twitties. You know, they don't realize. I mean, you know, to write for Jay, I mean, it's not like I mean, you know, you got to know what you're doing. You know what I mean? It's like you know,
2: crows. I have news uh, for you, buddy. Because uh, I didn't know that he wrote on the Tonight Show. No one ever told me that. Yeah. And I bet you didn't know that he once wrote a song with Joe Walsh.
7: Every band you ever wanted to speak to, I got to sit down and talk to. Which? Oh yeah, great.
1: Ralph. I don't know if you know, but I I wrote a song with Joe Walsh. Oh yeah,
7: I didn't know that. That's really cool.
1: I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah. It, it, it's called "I Don't Like You Either." It's on iTunes.
7: <laughs> oh, that's great. That's really cool. I mean, who? Those memories are the ones you're going to care about the most, not what the fucking idiots in the chat room are talking <laughs> I about. I know.
3: This guy's trying to talk him off the ledge. <laughs> I know.
2: Ralph Jesus. Sutton, I, I, I'm going to get into it in a minute, but Ralph Sutton, as the guest of the show, is hilarious. Yeah. Because John keeps trying to get Ralph to be on his side. Like, yeah, people hate you too, right? And, and, and Ralph, like, goes into the live chat on YouTube and he goes, Well, there's a lot of racists in your uh, chat room today. <laughs> Everyone's just dropping N bombs the entire time. They're all just ROTC fans. Ugh. Just fucking with his live feed. Lovely. Um, all right. What else you got, buddy?
3: Uh, let's talk about brain damage, men's and booze. Here's number eleven.
1: Like even like they did X-rays of my brain, and 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 it, you know, I mean, you could see like all the all the shit going on in the frontal lobe. Okay, so the one thing I do take, you know, a medication for OCD, but I gotta be honest, Steve, a four or five beers, it takes the edge off.
2: Yeah, man, it does. I don't.
1: Oof.
2: All right, I have to play some examples now because one of the things that John should not do on his show is explain all of his drug and alcohol problems. (laughs) It's not helping his cause in any single way. So this is John talking about how much he uh, loves doing coke, even when it works against him.
1: Oh, yeah, I've had that, but you obviously don't do coke because... I don't do any drugs. Oh, okay, because I was doing coke with some chicks, really hot blonde and... I, I was like, I was like, it was, it was like playing pool with a rope. You know what I mean? It was like, <laughs> fucking, there was no way.
2: <laughs> what a story, Mark. That's not a story you want to tell on your podcast. Another story about him not getting not laid? He don't get laid. <gasps> Even though he supplied the chick with Coke, she's like, all right, I'll fuck you. And he's like, ah, I can't fuck. Yeah. But going back to your point about the number of beers he has to drink, uh, this is how you know somebody has a problem. I mean, I, I,
1: I love it. I mean, I love to have some like. Four or five beers and then and then smoke some weed and I'm in heaven, man. I'm just I'm I just have a, chilling.
2: Yeah, that's called a problem. Yeah. And it gets worse. They he was asked on a podcast recently when was the last time he tried Coke? And he said it was two years ago. And the ROTC guys thought that was probably bullshit. I think I agree with them because he does talk about Coke a lot. Well, I, I you know, I love cocaine. <laughs> and when somebody says that on their podcast, you yeah. know I'm going to do something with that, right, Crouge? Of course. I love cocaine. I love cocaine. And... Mama, can you wait?
1: Mama, can you wait? I love cocaine. I love
2: cocaine.
3: Marvelous.
2: Since we're into this, Crouge, I'm going to take over on a couple yes, clips here, please real quick. Do. So. This guy, Ralph Sutton, calls in. And Ralph Sutton is the co-host of the SDR show on Gas Digital Network. And actually, Ralph is one of the owners of Gas Digital, along with Louis J. Gomez. Okay. And Ralph calls into the show. He explains that he used to have a radio show that was syndicated for many years before he started doing this podcast thing. Before that, he was a DJ at Scores and other strip clubs.
3: <laughs> no shit. Yeah. Okay. So this guy's
2: an interesting dude. Yeah. And when he was a DJ at strip clubs, he heard on Howard Stern, they were talking about how to pick up strippers. And the woman who was explaining had all the wrong information. Yeah. So he decided to call into the Stern show and they put him on the air. And that's how he got his start in radio. He realized that he could communicate information like this. People were interested in it. He got a lot of great feedback. So he started the show. I'm going to play you the clip of him explaining to Stuttering John this story everything I just explained to you, uh-huh. see if you can pick up on what I picked up on. There's a little Easter egg in here.
7: At the time, like I had started at Scores and by the time you guys were going, I had moved on already. But you okay. guys were talking about <laughs> how to pick up strippers and we're giving advice <laughs> on how to pick up strippers. I called in and you answered the phone and I said, I used to work at Scores and you had a girl on that had written about how to start, how to pick up girls at a strip okay. club. But everything she was saying was wrong. So I called I said, Look, I used to work at scores as a DJ. This girl's lying. And you guys put me on the air. And we talked for about three or four minutes about how to pick up a, a stripper at the time. Did
2: you notice anything about that conversation that stood out to you?
3: Just that John was answering the phone. Yes. Yeah.
2: So he says, you know, you guys on, on the Stern Show were all talking about picking up strippers. So I called in and, you know, you were the call screener. Silver <laughs> Joe was out on the show shooting the shit with Howard and Robin and Jackie and Fred yeah. about picking up strippers. He was the intern in the back room answering the phone. Do you know how menial of a job it is to be a call screener for yeah. a radio show? Yeah. It's literally like, all right, who's going to make my baked potato today? Who's going to answer the phones? Yeah, Well, I made the baked potato yesterday, so I'll answer the phones. That's what Stuttering John was on the Howard Stern Show. ROTC couldn't have said it better when they said this was a revenge fuck when Jay Leno hired him away from Howard Stern. There was nothing yeah. about his talent level. And in fact, that was the worst thing that ever happened to John because yeah. he's still delusional to this day. Oh, yeah. The yeah. call screener from Howard Stern... Can't believe people don't think he's talented. They can't believe it. Yeah. And even though uh. he's having a compelling conversation with Grillo where he's getting distracted by his chat room. <laughs> he can't believe people don't think he's talented. Yeah. What does the world come to? Uh. I'm having a lot of fun with this. Did you know that people hate, uh, people are hating on Stuttering John? Is that true? Yeah, yeah. Do you get all these
1: freaking... Twitty-its, I call them, all these you know, like
7: was, By the way, I made a mistake of clicking over to your live comment section, and my goodness, is there a lot of racial hatred in there? Jesus Oh, well, Yeah, Ralph, I was gonna ask you, do you get a lot of these
1: these people? They just love to hate. It's amazing.
7: It's so like you're, you're a higher profile guy than me, so you're probably gonna get it more than I am. But uh
2: So Ralph is just the sweetest guy. He's trying to explain, oh, you know, people don't hate me that much, but you know, you you have a name, you know, I'm just the owner of gas station, all that you know, whatever. So then uh John goes on to explain that these losers are trolling him which ap- apparently based on what you've been playing me is a topic on every single episode he yeah, puts out
1: now. Like I don't even like I I try not to even engage and and it's just like with you I got these losers who troll
2: me and and say shit but nobody knows who the fuck they are. It's just like with you. Now he's trying to pretend that Ralph has also got losers trolling him. And, you know, just like with you. You know what I mean? Like these these losers that no one even knows who they are. Yeah. Even though we have way more listeners than your show will ever have. Oh. Even though you got picked up by every newscast because you talked to President Trump and had a boring conversation with him. <laughs> uh, so this is him calling me a loser specifically, which is always fun. Mm-hmm.
1: and And it's like all these fucking haters I get. They haven't done jack shit in their lives, but yet they think that they've, you know what I mean? It's just crazy. I
7: guarantee you this, but yet they're here every single time you do the show live.
1: Oh, yeah. I get, I get other, Ralph, I get other podcasts that spend literally hours trashing me, you know, but at the same time, they're calling me a loser. So let me ask you, Ralph,
2: if I'm such a loser, why why are are they spending an hour a day (laughs) trashing me?
7: Yeah, It really is funny.
2: So I was never the call screener for Howard Stern. Yeah. So that's true. I haven't done shit with my life. Yeah. Because I wasn't a call screener. But, John, we don't call you a loser. That's your word. Yeah. You call us losers. We call you idiot,
3: moron, has-been, dolt, yeah. dud, alcoholic, yeah. train wreck. Unprofessional, unfunny, unlikable. Yeah, there's a lot of words. There's we a use. lot
2: of words we use. Yeah. Loser is never one of them. Yeah, it true. is fitting. So he goes on to say that these fucking losers are trolling me because <laughs> they don't have anything better to do. And why would they do that? And then he goes, oh, yeah, I do the same thing. How sad is their lives? Like, you know, because I don't look, I'll troll Donald Trump
1: just because I'm, you know, I'm not a fan, but, but, you know, and Donald Trump Jr. But I mean, <laughs> for the most part, I would never sit there and troll.
2: <laughs> you fucking idiot. Contradicting yourself in the same sentence. Yeah. That's the epitome of a moron. Ugh. Listen, uh, Ralph, just so you know, like, I'll go on and I'll troll, uh, you know, Donald Trump, uh, his entire family, uh, a bunch of other people. But what are these assholes doing? They're trolling me. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) You fucking idiot. uh, All right. Let's get back to your clips. You got uh, some more fun stuff to talk about.
3: Yeah. Well, he calls everyone losers, but he lives pretty high in the hog. Here's number 16. Okay.
1: Love from beautiful Camano Island, Washington. Have a great weekend. Oh, yeah, Marvin love how about a
3: fucking super chat come on I got child support to pay (laughs) he's literally begging for people to send digital tips in with their questions in the YouTube chat he's like an e-thought or an e-girl yes right yeah he's a thought yeah Um, except they get paid, right? They actually have houses and shit that they have. This guy is just fucking begging for, by the way,
2: John went on Twitter and admitted that he hadn't paid his gas bill for eight months. He tweeted that he hadn't paid his gas bill for eight months. Remember when he was first on with Vince and he goes, Oh, I I forgot to pay my gas bill. No, you didn't forget asshole. You couldn't afford it for
3: eight months. Well, He's got big things in the work, though, Carl. Number, oh, good. number 14. I've been hearing this. I'm hoping it's coming true.
1: Uh, let's see. M- Ma'am, Bargera is obviously just another troll, <laughs> but he's asking me when my Netflix. We are in negotiations now to do a Netflix special. Either that or Amazon Plus, um, you know, so yeah. you could talk to my manager about this.
3: Oh, I would love to talk to his manager about this. Hey, I would love to talk to his manager. The Amazon Plus? The <laughs> fuck planet are you on, yeah, you not, asshole? That's not a thing. That's not what it's called. There's there's uh, Apple TV
2: Plus, there's Disney Plus, and then there's Amazon Prime Video. Yeah. You're in the industry. You should know that. He doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. He doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. And he says, you should talk to my manager. Vinny Paulino literally talked to the guy who was representing him for booking gigs. And the guy was a fucking moron. Yeah. Who's your manager, John? Please, who is your manager?
3: But he was so close. To having Mark Hamill on his show, uh here's number thirteen.
1: I've tried to get him on the podcast. He's he always says that he doesn't do one, but if he does, you know I'm at the top of the list. He's a good dude, man.
3: <laughs> the guy blew you off, and you're spouting that like it's a victory. Could you imagine? He blew you off. Could you imagine? You know, Carl, that girl I've been talking about? Yeah. I I asked her out. Oh, yeah. Now, she told me she's busy doing her hair that whole weekend. But if she wasn't, she would totally say yes. Isn't that fucking awesome? That's amazing. I almost got a date with her. It's so great. Yeah, there's this
2: straight girl that I've been talking to who's a (laughs) knockout. And uh, I I want to know if she wanted to start dating. She says she doesn't date guys. Yeah, but if she did, but if she ever did, if she did. I'd be. She didn't even say it would be me. She just said <laughs> I'd be on the top of the list. Yeah. He even said I'd be on the oh. top of the list. Oh. You
3: fucking idiot. Oh, what a fucking moron. Um, and this is back to him fighting with people in the chat. He's lived a very charmed life. Here's number seventeen.
1: I wrote with Jay for ten years. Wrote with Howard for fifteen. And uh, I've had a freaking charm life, as Dee Snyder once said, and uh, and I'm very happy about that.
9: Bullshit! Don't bullshit
3: me, dude. Bullshit! You're the most miserable fucker of yes. all the fuckers we listen to on the show. He is the most. Miserable. He's angry with life. He's drinking his fucking life away. He's threatening to fucking cut off people's nuts with his toenails and shit. <laughs> this is not a happy guy. This is an angry, miserable fuck. And yes. then he's like, but I had a great life and I'm real happy with myself. No, no, you're not, dude. You're not even
2: fucking close. Crush, I have a couple more clips. You have a few more clips. Let's save them for our bonus episode. You got it. Because I want to talk a little more stuttering, John. I feel like... We're exhausted at this point. Oh, God. It's been a lot. We're going to do a bonus episode later today. We're going to put it out. It's mainly about Vic Henley, but there's probably going to be a little bit of Sutter John talk as well. If you're cool with... Absolutely. But Just, you know, we'll, we'll just put... What's the term I'm looking for? Put a pin in it. Put a pin in it. Put a bookmark in. There you we'll go. We'll come right back to it. I do want to get to uh, this segment. Cringe
6: of the week. Cringe, Cringe of, the week. of
2: the week. This week's Cringe of the Week was submitted by... Yours truly. Mm. This week, I've gone back and I started listening to Adam Carolla again. And I haven't Ooh. listened to Adam Crow in a couple of years. Oof. But it's because he's been having Dr. Drew on, and Dr. Drew seems like the only sane person in the world anymore. Yeah. And I need to listen to sane people talk just every now and then. Yeah. Because otherwise, I want to fucking blow my brains out right now. Anyway, <laughs> regardless of all of that, Gina Grad is the news girl on his show. Still. <laughs> yep. Wow. And... Gina Grad makes a joke, and Adam Corolla stops in his tracks to acknowledge how bad it was. And I just, it made me smile. They're talking about coronavirus, and this is what happens. So I'll, I'll catch the next trolley that <laughs> yeah, comes along, right. the next virus, the next pandemic. Or the next month, whatever's Whatever's next. <laughs> That's right. It's, all, I've, it's a Mexican beer joke everybody. buddy. Come on. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Gina Grant says, Modelo virus. No, I just want to say, Crunch, I want to point out, this was from March 18th, 2020. Does yeah. she think she's the first one to yeah. come up with this joke?
3: Three months into it. Does oh, she wow. think
2: she? Why would you say that, Gina Grad? Oh. What were you thinking? You fucking moron. And she's on the radio. She's like a professional broadcaster. Yeah. Oh.
5: We haven't had any lulls.
2: All right. <laughs> Croj, that brings us to everyone's favorite segment of the show. The teaser. The teaser next week's teaser. The teaser. The teaser. That's right. We're gonna be back here again next week, God willing. And we'll be recording another episode of WATP. And this is the part of the show where we like to play a clip from the podcast that we'll be reviewing. And I'm very excited about this because. It's not often that the host of a show reaches out and says, will you please review my show? And when they do, I'll take a look. Yeah. Because I like that. It means you have a good sense of humor about yourself. You're ready to enjoy the roast. John does not enjoy the roast. Yeah, I like people who enjoy the roast aspect of our show. Here's the show that we'll be reviewing next week.
6: This is the intro to the shit show. Sex, drugs, rock and roll. This is a hit show. Show me a hit show. Please,
7: someone, fuck the whole beat. i have beat. It's Hooker's and Glow. It's art. It's art. You need to know the SDR show. Let's go. Hey, all uh, right, Christine, sit over there. Maybe that makes more sense. It is the SDR show. I am Ralph Sutton. Across from me, Mister Big J. O'Gerson. That's right. Hello.
2: Ralph Sutton, the man that we just heard being interviewed by Suttering John, wow. reached out to me before he was even on the John Suttering John show. Yeah. And said, We would love for you to review our show. I'm on with Big J. Okerson. We do the SDR show. And I said, You got it, buddy. We love Ralph. I love Big J. Okerson. You yeah. and I saw him in Buffalo. Yeah, he's great. Great stand up comedian. What the fuck does SDR mean? It's sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Oh, okay. Is the topic of the show. So we'll be back next week to review that. And it's just funny how these things happen, right? Yeah. I messaged Ralph. I said, you did Stuttering John's show? Why? And he said, "I. it was a phoner. I rarely say no. If my publicist says there's an opportunity, I'll just say yes. I said, fire your publicist. Yeah. You could yell out a car window and reach more people yeah. than going on Stuttering John's podcast. Even during the quarantine. Yeah. What a waste of fucking Seriously. time. Yeah. That is. Holy shit. So... I don't know anything about the show. I haven't listened to it yet, but I'm excited to check that out. We're going to uh, get Vic up here to read some reviews. We're going to listen to some voicemails. Croach, thank you so much for coming on the show. Oh, thank you for having me. Always appreciate all of the prep that you put into it. Is there anything that you'd like to promote or plug at this time?
3: Yeah, I'll be on the subreddit later uh, making fun of everyone in secret, and I forgot to write down something funny today. <laughs>
2: Right.
3: <laughs> all right. Please join us again next week. It might be the episode we find out once
2: and for all. Who are these podcasts? Sleep well, everypony. Parting in the mush bits
1: of morning radio. And now the show is
8: over now. Mm. Okay. Great show. Good job, everybody. Great job, everyone.
7: podcasts
8: i don't know i don't get it, it makes no sense
10: Vic. You hello awake? how are you are awake you? this week uh somehow
2: good thanks for joining us
10: absolutely uh it's been a couple weeks
2: it has been a couple weeks i bet there's some fun new reviews for you to read to us
10: yes i made it in the reviews
2: two Ooh. of them have
10: my name so i've made a big
2: Nice. Let me guess, you're going to read those reviews.
10: Absolutely. All right, let's see. <laughs> I'm reading them first, too. <laughs> um, so the first one is five stars. Uh, he said, Vic, I sent you my fish. Please respond.
2: <laughs> oh, Vic, are it. you getting back to people? I'm, I'm hearing a lot of complaints that you're not getting back to people. <laughs>
10: Well, it's 50 50. If they're like fucking being stupid, like I'm not going to respond to them. Half the time it's like, what do you want from me? Like, ugh.
2: Of course they're being stupid. <laughs> what do you want did I do like try to make a real friend
10: not even like the fucking okay the fish guy hilarious like originally you know he sent the, the picture of like just the fish packaged and then like after I like told you about it on the show Carl he sent me a, a picture of like a frozen fish with like a fucking knife in the neck hilarious
2: oh jeez there you go so people actually listen to this segment that's
10: I think so that's more it's,
2: disturbing uh, than anything else yeah yeah <laughs>
10: Um yeah, and then the next uh review is the best episode was about pedos. Um that should tell you uh everything you need to know about this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That said, Carl and Kaya are my heroes. Uh, right. Taraji P. Henderson should guest host because I want to hear Carl kiss her BBA. Vic, call me. I need your honey hole. Five stars. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's good.
10: Yes honey hole um, is
2: never not funny now yeah <laughs> oh
10: god uh i'm i'm interested in hearing you kiss our bba as well
7: yep okay
10: um so i don't know I'm what that means TV. but i'm scared
7: to google it
10: you know i i'm guessing big big black asshole excuse me
3: oh there you go that was the name of my high school <laughs> i am so gonna isolate that
2: okay <laughs> keep talking <laughs> keep talking
10: Uh, WAT is the poop on the shoe of humanity. After going through the archives and listening to the Hannah Gatsby podcast, I've concluded that W-A-T-P is the Hannah Gatsby of podcasts. (laughs) (laughs) It's absolute human garbage, and his rotating roster of co-hosts are utter disappointments whose spouses probably boo them in the bedroom. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
2: That's pretty funny.
10: (laughs) And you actually got a good amount of one stars as well okay um uh, the title is no just no i can't waste time on a complete review that's how insipid it is they need to go away
2: okay i mean at least they put something in there some people just click the one star and don't even type anything so yeah appreciate that
10: uh yeah and then the other one star is a mouthful a case study and how not to run a podcast how fun is listening to a podcast where self complain quote unquote, funny guys who completely lack any self-awareness and constantly try to speak in a pompous Bill Mayer S smarter than thou tone, which that's not even fucking true. You sound like fucking shit, Carl. Jesus. Perfect episode for this. Yeah, it is. Um, rip into other more successful podcasts after listening to those other sources for only a split percentage of their total content, if even that much at all. Um, it's about as fun as voluntarily kicking a wall with a toothpick under your toenail, yada, yada, yada. I'd sooner recommend tuning into the unequivocally more pleasant listening of a 10 hour long, uh, nails on the chalkboard track. One star.
2: So that's someone who obviously we made fun of the podcast. They like... And I get it, man. I was listening to My Favorite Band Sucks because I did a Mastodon episode. And I got like 10 minutes in and I'm like, I can't listen to this anymore, these fucking idiots. And I'm like, I know what's happening right now. It's a thing that I make fun of. I didn't review their show. I didn't get one star. I just stopped listening. I just let it be. But Mastodon fucking rules. Those guys are idiots anyway. What else? <laughs>
10: Um, well, it's kind of funny because in that review, they said something about like putting a toothpick under your toenail. Yeah. And then like a couple of months ago, you got a five star review that said, Carl makes me want to shove a toothpick in my big toe and kick a wall as hard as I could. Oh, so maybe he I changed his mind and made a new account.
2: Yeah, that's interesting. Or maybe they're unoriginal in their fucking reviews. You're calling me unoriginal, motherfucker? I already heard that review. You're a piece of shit. Vic, you want to listen to a couple voicemails with us real quick?
10: I'll listen to some voicemails.
9: I just wanted to say that uh, good thing they canceled NHL. That way uh, the Buffalo <laughs> Sabres are spared the embarrassment of finishing that shitty season. <laughs> Lucky Carl.
2: <laughs> listen, I'm just going to say this because I know that the fans want to hear my take on it. Eichel would have had a 40-plus goal season this year, and it's very disappointing. He wasn't able to
9: do that. Wow, that's
10: super interesting. Good morning,
9: (laughs) king of all Stuttering John haters. (laughs) Morning. Great podcast when you double-dipped on that flabby, sweaty, jowled fucker, Stuttering John, and then Dopey yesterday. Uh, I got on Dopey's little live sunset tour yesterday late and just threw up the WATP um appreciate at that the very end and thank you he, thin-skinned as he is immediately picked up on it uh you know john typically ignores my um messages opie right away gets thin-skinned and
2: can i just point out i like this guy yeah this guy's putting a lot of love out into the world yeah he's helping society keep it up you on know, it.
9: haters and if, if i wasn't relevant they wouldn't be doing this you know Typical bullshit, Opie, as he has 300 listeners, <laughs> 300 viewers in a stupid-ass sunset fucking tour. Anyway, I know you're uh, reviewing Chrissy Mayer or Major's new podcast next week. Yeah, um, he doesn't have it either. You probably go back and listen. I did last night. I should have put some more bullet points down, but Stutter and John had her on his podcast. Oh, Chrissy right. Major. November of 2019. Right, right. I think it's right, either right. November 9th or November 4th.
3: Who can forget?
9: And <laughs> in the mix Stuttering John with this uh, woman, it is a WATP softball lobbed up that you could smash out of the park because he sucks and she is a fucking terrible guest. Her stories are awful and it makes for a, a vintage Stuttering John disaster so I didn't know if that would be information um, you might like.
2: I haven't listened to that show, but I'm guessing it goes something like this.
9: Oh, I seen, you,
2: ever, you ever see me on the Howard Stern show? I don't know what Yeah, what is the Howard Stern show? I was doing a comedy show on Long Island. I saw Gary Delaporte there. I mean, in front of his teeth. I, like it. I, I think I'm gonna do I like my it. own Suttery John yeah. interviews Chrissy Mayer show. So Carl, I,
9: I,
4: I, I decide to, you know, let bygones be bygones, you know, forget about the fact that you cut the dick off the voicemail segment. Um, I go <laughs> and listen to your the other show, you know, the creep off. I don't see episode
6: one. It was pretty good. I enjoyed it.
2: Hey yeah, that's right. We do a show called the Creep Off. I'll be recording that tomorrow with Vinny. Got some Beagles that right. whatever. I listen to the second episode.
6: What the fuck is going on in the background, dude? Jesus. It is funny. I I
4: mean, I get it. Your audio is usually bad. But like, episode one of the creep-off, what you guys talking about? Oh, we got a studio. We got all this shit. Then Uh, he was fucking hyping it up and shit. That's
3: the best part. (laughs) I just
8: hear people fucking cheering and fucking (laughs) speaking on some sort of fucking convention in the background. What's going on, dude? You're ruining the
3: fucking... Quarantine
6: man can't fucking
3: take it. <laughs> and it's great because it starts off with, like, oh yeah, Carl's never seen real microphones yeah. before. This is going to be a real show in a real studio. And then at the second episode, you're recording under the bleachers at a Yankees game. <laughs> <gig. laughs> You know how the that was too?
2: I'm trying to read my notes and all I hear are people laughing and applauding. Yeah. It's through a thin wall, it was a comedy club right next to us. And then Charlie Sheen raped that child.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you hear <in> the background.
2: <laughs> I wish it worked out that well. Yeah. Oh anyway, thecreepoff.com. Check it out. I think I'm losing this week, so vote for me. Oh, also, The Creep Off, zero Vic on that show. <laughs> That's how uh, we're promoting it. That's our Vic tagline. Yeah, that's it's good. a Vic-free zone. That's our tagline right now. 0% Vic.
10: That's pretty depressing how that's your tagline, Carl.
2: Yeah, well, that's all I got going for me right yeah. now. Yeah.
3: Hey, Carl, dude. Sorry if this number's weird. Uh, I'm an international caller calling through
9: uh, Hangouts Dialer, Google shit. Uh,
2: Ever. But goddamn,
9: <laughs> I've got to give you props, man. Uh, your entire podcast is genius. You've built
3: it off of making a rotating cast of suckers doing work for you. When are you going to decide to say, fuck it, I'm taking a step back and make these suckers do it for you? All right, call me back. Later.
2: Well, yeah, only when there's pedophilia involved. I mean, I I could do that, but the show wouldn't be very good anymore. (laughs) That's the main reason why I'm not doing that. By the way, I should point out, we are two weeks away from episode number 200. Holy shit. And episode number 200 will be a lot like episode number 100, but funny.
3: Oh, there you go. We're going to be
2: making fun of WATP. It's going to be a roast on our show. We have a lot of special guests coming on. An all-star cast. And I'm very excited about that. So, Vic, start writing your jokes. Hey,
9: Carl. Last week you had those uh, guys from Revenge of the Sith on. Or should I say they had you on? Because it was basically (laughs) like you were their guest host fuck
2: yourself yeah. <laughs> I didn't get to a lot of clips it was funny because when Doug from Who's Right was on we played 300 clips yeah. on that. it was just clip 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 these guys I would play one clip and then they would talk for 20 minutes and I'd yeah. come back after making a sandwich and go okay what are we talking about now alright cool oh this is more about uh, the show that's sweeping the nation the creep off Carl I've
9: uh, been listening to creep off it's pretty fine I'm uh, entertained so far. Uh, the website, though, thecreepoff.com. Y'all keep saying visit thecreepoff.com, and so it sounds like visit thecreepoff.com, and not that the URL is thecreepoff.com. Do you get my confusion? It no. took me, like, 30 seconds to figure this out. Um, you know, I he uh, speak more clearly or something redirect the url to someone that doesn't include the word v maybe or say the the creepoff.com maybe
2: oh, that's so sad uh, i got
9: a lot of other ideas on how you can make that easier to understand but none of them are important or necessarily good so uh keep it up and uh go uh, go fuck yourself
3: this guy has definitely typed the (laughs) youtube.com and press enter and then be like why doesn't it work where's the google and then his grandkid has come over and be like no 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 grandpa it's just youtube.com that happens over and over again to this guy holy shit I didn't think it was that hard but his solution was we should say the thecreepoff.com that
2: won't be confusing at all yeah right no one will fuck that up that just rolls right off the tongue (laughs) what a fucking moron I mean I I love the listeners of uh, both of those shows (laughs) alright (laughs) laughing I get into this roasting mode. I forget who are my friends and my enemies. What
9: are you going to do? I get blocked from the Stuttering John podcast now when I'm doing the live chats. So my questions don't come through. Um, I'm sure you've seen it. Vince has already been fired because according to John, quote unquote, they don't have a chemistry, which is slang or code for Vince was a troll and loved <laughs> W-A-T-E-P and R-O-T-C. Yep. Uh, and John is too fucking thin-skinned to handle that. Uh, number two is... Um, Take your time. Oh, my God. It's only two things. John did a, Oh, I I don't shit. know if you've reported this or not. John did a cameo. It was, I think, from Seamus to Carl, or Carl to Seamus. We played it, (laughs) yeah. We talked about Gary and Deanna. It was funny. I think it's pretty recent. Um, If you haven't seen it, check out John's shitbag cameo page. Dedicates a whole freaking video to...
2: Look, and I get it, because people aren't listening to every minute of every episode. I get it. It's fine. I don't listen to every minute of every episode, except for No Agenda. So, why would you have the balls, though, to call into a show where we would obviously know that? And then say, I don't know if you saw this
9: or not. Whatever. To Seamus or from Seamus talking to Carl about podcasting and Gary, Indiana, and he will come there and start yeah. around He it. Keeps, going. About <laughs> name, the fuck. It keeps going. He keeps going. Blah, blah. It's just a disaster. John's too fucking stupid to understand. He's made being made fun of constantly with Gary, Indiana. God. That is a fucking drip. <laughs> he is a drip. Keep it up, boys. Can't wait for Sunday. All right, buddy.
2: We do have more to talk about when it comes to Vince, and Vince's firing from that show. We're going to talk about it on our bonus episode that Krojan and I will be recording in a minute. I feel like we're just warmed up now. Yeah. We're just getting started here. Oh, it's I'm like two good. naps
3: away from just <laughs> firing off.
2: Vic, thanks for coming back on the show again. People were very concerned about yours and my love life and whether or not we had <sighs> broken up. So it's good to have you back. Thanks for joining us.
10: Yeah, no, it was definitely awkward. Like, I wanted to give a space, because, you know, you had asked me to peg you, and I'm just not comfortable with that yet.
2: <laughs> I like that you said, yet. <laughs> so, so you're saying we'll there's a chance. There. We'll get there. <laughs> all right. We're going to sign off with this. Yeah, no one likes this part of the show. You guys should all just kill yourselves.
4: Smoking pot, I got my dick out, and I'm thinking about you, and I'm thinking about you. I'm smoking pot, I got my dick out, and I'm thinking about you, just you.
1: I'm smoking pot, I got my dick out, and I'm thinking about you,
4: thinking about you. I'm driving along, driving along. I'm singing a song, singing a song. And I got my dick out, got my dick and out. And I'm thinking about you, thinking about you. I drank a six pack, drank a six pack. I took my pants took off, my pants Oh, off. I love you, I love you, I love you,
1: I love you. Smoking pot, I got my dick out, and I'm thinking about you, thinking about you.
4: I guzzled tequila Guzzled tequila I peed on a lamppost Peed on a lamppost Then I yearned post. for you Yearned for oh, you Oh, I ached for you Ate for you I ate some loo Ate some loo I kissed my dog Kissed my dog Then I cried for you Cried for you I wept for you you. For you, I toked some skunk, toked some skunk I groped your sister, rope your sister But you're the one, you're the one you're still the one, still the one I ate some hair, ate some hair I lit a fart, lit a fart And then I sketched you, then I sketched you Yes, I drew
1: you, yes, I drew <laughs>
6: you
1: <laughs> I got my dick out, and
4: I'm thinking about you
6: Oh yeah,
4: thinking about you <laughs> Well, I tripped on acid. Tripped on acid. I picked a scab. Picked a scab. And then I faxed you. Then I
7: faxed I you. I sent you
4: a fax. Sent you a fax. I made pot brownies. Made pot brownies. I had diarrhea. Diarrhea. The name came up. Name came Your up. The name came up. Name came up. I swigged some ripples. Swigged some ripples. I watched some
6: porn. Watch some porn. Then I wrote to you. Wrote to you. Show 'em what we wrote, Frank.
10: Big black asshole.